Genesis 26:17 through Genesis 27. So Isaac departed from there and camped in the valley of Gerar and settled there. Then Isaac dug again the wells of water which had been dug in the days of his father Abraham. For the Philistines had stopped them up after the death of Abraham, and he gave them the same names which his father had given them. But when Isaac's servants dug in the valley and found there a well flowing water, the herdsmen of Gerar quarreled with the herdsmen of Isaac, saying, The water is ours. So he named the well Essek, because they argued with him. Then they dug another well, and they quarreled over it too. So he named it Sitna. Then he moved away from there and dug another well, and they did not quarrel over it, so he named it Rehoboth. For he said, At last the Lord has made room for us, and we will be fruitful in the land. And he went up there to Beersheba, and the Lord appeared to him the same night and said, I am the God of your father Abraham. Do not fear, for I am with you. I will bless you and multiply your descendants for the sake of my servant Abraham. So he built an altar there, and called upon the name of the Lord, and pitched his tent there, and there Isaac's servants dug a well. Then Abimelech came to him from Gerar, with his adviser Ahazath, and Fickle, the commander of his army. Isaac said to them, Why have you come to me, since you hate me, and have sent me away from you? They said, We have seen plainly that the Lord has been with you. So he said, an oath must now be taken by us, that is, by you and us. So let's make a covenant with you, that you will do no harm to us, just as we have not touched you, and have done nothing to you but good, and have sent you away in peace. You are now blessed of the Lord. Then he made them a feast, and they ate and drank. In the morning they got up and exchanged oaths. Then Isaac sent them away, and they left him in peace. Now it came about on the same day that Isaac's servants came in and told him about the well which they had dug, and said to him, We have found water. So he called it Sheba. Therefore the name of the city is Beersheba to this day. When Esau was forty years old, he married Judith, the daughter of Beri, the Hittite, and Basemeth, the daughter of Elon, the Hittite, and they brought grief to Isaac and Rebekah. Now it came about, when Isaac was old and his eyes were too dim to see, that he called his older son Esau and said to him, My son. And he said to him, Here I am. Then Isaac said, Behold, now I am old and I do not know the day of my death. Now then, please take your gear, your quiver and your bow, and go out to the field and hunt game for me and prepare a delicious meal for me, such as I love, and bring it to me, that I may eat, so that my soul may bless you before I die. Now Rebekah was listening while Isaac spoke to his son Esau. So when Esau went to the field to hunt for game to bring home, Rebekah said to her son Jacob, Behold, I heard your father speak to your brother Esau, saying, Bring me some game, and prepare a delicious meal for me, so that I may eat, and bless you in the presence of the Lord before my death. So now, my son, listen to me as I command you. Go now to the flock, and bring me two choice young goats from there, so that I may prepare them as a delicious meal for your father such as he loves. 
Then you shall bring it to your father, that he may eat, so that he may bless you before his death. But Jacob said to his mother Rebekah, Behold, my brother Esau is a hairy man, and I am a smooth man. Perhaps my father will touch me, then I will be like a deceiver in his sight, and I will bring upon myself a curse, and not a blessing. But his mother said to him, Your curse be on me, my son. Only obey my voice, and go, get the goats for me. So he went and got them, and brought them to his mother. And his mother made a delicious meal, such as his father loved. Then Rebekah took the best garments of her elder son Esau, which were with her in the house, and put them on her younger son Jacob. And she put the skins of the young goats on his hands, and on the smooth part of his neck. She also gave the delicious meal and the bread which she had made to her son Jacob. Then he came to his father and said, My father. And he said, Here I am. Who are you, my son? Jacob said to his father, I am Esau, your firstborn. I have done as you told me. Come now, sit and eat of my game, so that you may bless me. Isaac said to his son, How is it that you have done it so quickly, my son? And he said, Because the Lord your God made it come to me. Then Isaac said to Jacob, Please come close, so that I may feel you, my son, whether you are really my son Esau or not. So Jacob came close to his father Isaac, and he touched him and said, The voice is the voice of Jacob, but the hands are the hands of Esau. And he did not recognize him, because his hands were hairy like his brother Esau's hands. So he blessed him, and he said, Are you really my son Esau? And he said, I am. So he said, Bring it to me, and I will eat of my son's game, that I may bless you. And he brought it to him, and he ate. He also brought him wine, and he drank. Then his father Isaac said to him, Please, come close, and kiss me, my son. So he came close and kissed him, and when he smelled the smell of his garments, he blessed him, and said, See, the smell of my son is like the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed. Now may God give you the dew of heaven, and the fatness of the earth, and an abundance of grain and new wine. May peoples serve you, and nations bow down to you. Be a master of your brothers, and may your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be those who curse you, and blessed be those who bless you. Now it came about, as soon as Isaac had finished blessing Jacob, and Jacob had hardly gone out of the presence from his father Isaac, that his brother Esau came back from hunting. Then he also made a delicious meal and brought it to his father. And he said to his father, Let my father arise and eat of his son's game, that you may bless me. His father Isaac said to him, Who are you? And he said, I am your son, your firstborn, Esau. Then Isaac trembled violently and said, who then was he who hunted game and brought it to me, so that I ate from all of it before you came and blessed him? Yes, and he shall be blessed. When Esau heard the words of his father, he cried out with an exceedingly great and bitter cry, and said to his father, Bless me, me as well, my father. And he said, Your brother came deceitfully, and has taken away your blessing. Then Esau said, is he not rightly named Jacob, 
for he has betrayed me these two times. He took away my birthright, and behold, now he has taken away my blessing. And he said, Have you not reserved a blessing for me? But Isaac replied to Esau, Behold, I have made him your master, and I have given to him all his relatives as servants, and with grain and new wine I have sustained him. What then can I do for you, my son? Esau said to his father, Do you have only one blessing, my father? Bless me, me as well, my father. So Esau raised his voice and wept. Then his father Isaac answered and said to him, Behold, away from the fertility of the earth shall be your dwelling, and away from the dew of heaven above, and by your sword you shall live, and you shall serve your brother. But it shall come about, when you become restless, that you will break his yoke from your neck. So Esau held a grudge against Jacob because of the blessing with which his father had blessed him. And Esau said to himself, The days of mourning for my father are near. Then I will kill my brother Jacob. Now, when the words of her elder son Esau were reported to Rebekah, she sent word and called her younger son Jacob and said to him, Behold, your brother Esau is consoling himself concerning you by planning to kill you. Now then, my son, obey my voice and arise. Flee to Haran, to my brother Laban. Stay with him a few days, until your brother's fury subsides, until your brother's anger against you subsides, and he forgets what you did to him. Then I will send word and get you from there. Why should I lose you both in one day? And Rebekah said to Isaac, I am tired of living because of the daughters of Heth. If Jacob takes a wife from the daughters of Heth, like these from the daughters of the land, what good will my life be to me? Matthew 12 At that time, Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath, and his disciples became hungry and began to pick the heads of grain to eat. Now when the Pharisees saw this, they said to him, Look, your disciples are doing what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath. But he said to them, Have you not read what David did when he became hungry, he and his companions, how he entered the house of God, and they ate the consecrated bread, which was not lawful for him to eat, nor for those with him, but for the priests alone? Or have you not read in the law that on the Sabbath the priests in the temple violate the Sabbath and yet are innocent? But I say to you that something greater than the temple is here. But if you had known what this means, I desire compassion rather than sacrifice, you would not have condemned the innocent. For the Son of Man is the Lord of the Sabbath. Departing from there, he went into their synagogue, and a man was there whose hand was withered. And they questioned Jesus, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? So that they might bring charges against him. But he said to them, What man is there among you who has a sheep, and if it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will he not take hold of it and lift it out? How much more valuable, then, is a person than a sheep? So then it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Then he said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and it was restored to normal like the other. But the Pharisees went out and conspired against him, as to how they might destroy him. But Jesus, aware of this, 
withdrew from there. Many followed him, and he healed them all, and warned them not to tell who he was. This happened so that what was spoken through Isaiah the prophet would be fulfilled. Behold, my servant whom I have chosen, my beloved in whom my soul delights, I will put my spirit upon him, and he will proclaim justice to the Gentiles. He will not quarrel, nor cry out, nor will anyone hear his voice in the streets. A bent reed he will not break off, and a dimly burning wick he will not extinguish, until he leads justice to victory, and in his name the Gentiles will hope. Then a demon-possessed man, who was blind and unable to speak, was brought to Jesus, and he healed him, so that the man who was unable to speak talked and could see. And all the crowds were amazed and were saying, This man cannot be the son of David, can he? But when the Pharisees heard this, they said, This man casts out demons only by Beelzebul, the ruler of the demons. Knowing their thoughts, Jesus said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is laid waste, and no city or house divided against itself will stand. And if Satan is casting out Satan, he has become divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? And if by Beelzebul I cast out demons... By whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore, they will be your judges. But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Or how can anyone enter the strong man's house and carry off his property unless he first ties up the strong man? And then he will plunder his house. The one who is not with me is against me, and the one who does not gather with me scatters. Therefore, I say to you, Every sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven, but blasphemy against the Spirit shall not be forgiven. And whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit, it shall not be forgiven him, either in this age or in the age to come. Either assume the tree to be good as well as its fruit good, or assume the tree to be bad as well as its fruit bad. For the tree is known by its fruit. You offspring of vipers, how can you, being evil, express any good things? For the mouth speaks from that which fills the heart. The good person brings out of his good treasure good things, and the evil person brings out of his evil treasure evil things. But I tell you that for every careless word that people speak, they will give an account of it on the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified and by your words you will be condemned. Then some of the scribes and Pharisees said to him, Teacher, we want to see a sign from you. But he answered and said to them, An evil and adulterous generation craves a sign, and so no sign will be given to it, except the sign of Jonah the prophet. For just as Jonah was in the stomach of the sea monster for three days and three nights, so will the Son of Man be in the heart of the earth for three days and three nights. The men of Nineveh will stand up with this generation at the judgment, and will condemn it because they repented at the preaching of Jonah. And behold, something greater than Jonah is here. The queen of the south will rise up with this generation at the judgment, and will condemn it, because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And behold, something greater than Solomon is here. Now, 
When the unclean spirit comes out of a person, it passes through waterless places seeking rest and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when it comes, it finds it unoccupied, swept and put in order. Then it goes and brings along with it seven other spirits more wicked than itself. And they come in and live there. And the last condition of that person becomes worse than the first. That is the way it will also be with this evil generation. While he was still speaking to the crowds, behold, his mother and brothers were standing outside, seeking to speak to him. Someone said to him, Look, your mother and brothers are standing outside, seeking to speak to you. But Jesus replied to the one who was telling him, and said, Who is my mother, and who are my brothers? And extending his hand toward his disciples, he said, Behold, my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father who is in heaven, he is my brother, and sister, and mother. Acts 9, 1-22 Now Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest, and asked for letters from him to the synagogues in Damascus, so that if he found any belonging to the way, whether men or women, he might bring them in shackles to Jerusalem. Now, as he was traveling, it happened that he was approaching Damascus, and suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him, and he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, Who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But get up and enter the city, and it will be told to you, what you must do. The men who traveled with him stood speechless, hearing the voice, but seeing no one. Saul got up from the ground, and though his eyes were open, he could see nothing. And leading him by the hand, they brought him into Damascus. And for three days he was without sight, neither ate nor drank. Now there was a disciple in Damascus named Ananias, and the Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias, and he said, Here I am, Lord. And the Lord said to him, Get up and go to the street called Straight, and inquire at the house of Judas for a man from Tarsus named Saul, for he is praying, and he has seen in a vision a man named Ananias come in and lay his hands on him, so that he might regain his sight. But Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many people about this man, how much harm he did to your saints in Jerusalem, and here he has authority from the chief priests to arrest all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is a chosen instrument of mine, to bear my name before the Gentiles, and kings, and the sons of Israel. For I will show him how much he must suffer in behalf of my name. So Ananias departed and entered the house, and after laying his hands on him, said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road by which you were coming, has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately something like fish scales fell from his eyes, and he regained his sight, and he got up and was baptized, and he took food and was strengthened. Now, for several days he was with the disciples who were in Damascus, 
And immediately he began to proclaim Jesus in the synagogues, saying, He is the Son of God. And those hearing him continued to be amazed, and were saying, Is this not the one who in Jerusalem destroyed those who called on his name, and had come here for the purpose of bringing them bound before the chief priests? But Paul kept increasing in strength, and confounding Jews who lived in Damascus, by proving that this Jesus is the Christ. Proverbs 5, 1-14 My son, pay attention to my wisdom. Incline your ear to my understanding, so that you may maintain discretion, and your lips may comply with knowledge. For the lips of an adulteress drip honey, and her speech is smoother than oil, but in the end she is bitter as wormwood. Sharp as a two-edged sword, her feet go down to death, her steps take hold of Sheol, she does not ponder the path of life, her ways are unstable, she does not know it. Now then, my sons, listen to me, and do not turn away from the words of my mouth. Keep your way far from her, and do not go near the door of her house, otherwise you will give your vigor to others." and your years to the cruel one, and strangers will be filled with your strength, and your hard-earned possessions will go to the house of a foreigner, and you will groan in the end, when your flesh and your body are consumed, and you say, how I hated construction, and my heart disdainfully rejected rebuke. I did not listen to the voice of my teachers, nor incline my ear to my instructors. I was almost in total ruin, in the midst of the assembly and congregation. Psalms 10, 12 through 18. Arise, Lord God, lift up your hand. Do not forget the humble. Why has the wicked treated God disrespectfully? He has said to himself, You will not require an account. You have seen it, for you have looked at harm and provocation to take it into your hand. The unfortunate commits himself to you. You have been the helper of the orphan. Break the arm of the wicked and the evildoer. Seek out his wickedness until you find none. The Lord is king forever and ever. Nations have perished from his land. Lord, you have heard the desire of the humble. You will strengthen their heart. You will make your ear attentive to vindicate the orphan and the oppressed, so that mankind which is of the earth will no longer cause terror.